Welcome back to the Coffee Break Bible Study Podcast. I'm Aaron Patterson, one of your hosts here, and I'm here with uh, David McNeese as we continue to study the book of Galatians. Uh, let me start this. Almost forgot to start our uh, video. So again, for YouTube, uh, welcome back to our, our next episode of Galatians chapter 2. Uh, David, how are you doing? Man, I'm doing good. Aaron, how are you? Doing well, doing well. Uh, I do want to remind everyone that, that if you're watching the YouTube video, if it looks like we're wearing the same clothes as the last video, we are. <laughs> uh, we, we're recording several episodes uh, in one sitting, that way that we can have them ready and to go. Right. And, and so if the video looks like we're wearing the same clothes, it's probably we are. And speaking of YouTube, don't forget to like, share, comment, and definitely follow our page and... Uh, definitely share it with other folks so they can see the gospel as well yes and uh, one thing that we forgot to mention in our last episode uh, we are starting a patreon page so by the time you guys see and hear this it should be up and running uh, make sure to check that out and keep in mind that with that patreon uh, it is a subscription if you want to help out with the podcast uh, either to well, what we're planning on doing with that money is to uh, either help with grow the podcast by promoting it more or helping in the community, uh, maybe getting a couple more mics and things like that uh, for the podcast, have yes. guest speakers come. Definitely all going back into the podcast during the outreach. It's not, oh, def- it's not for profit or anything. So. Yeah, def- definitely. We're going to use it for that and, and help in different aspects Right. in spreading the gospel. Absolutely. Uh, that's, so, that's the purpose. So make sure to check that out. We'll make sure to leave a link uh, in the description of the podcast and in the description on the YouTube channel Right. Uh, for those... Uh, for the Facebook group and for the Patreon. Right. And, and keep, make sure to check that out. I'm, I'm still kind of working on the Patreon and what it all entails on that right now. Right. But hopefully by the time this comes out, we'll have all that definitely nailed down. Uh, definitely. So make sure to check that out. Uh, continuing our study, we are now looking at Galatians chapter 2, going into verse 7. Uh, and, and really, we're going to be diving into a lot of unity here. Uh, a lot of... Uh, concentration between Paul and Peter, right, and what takes place there. Uh, I think it would be healthy as we start here and to go ahead and read the account in Acts. True, yeah, yeah. Start uh, there and then go back to Galatians since Acts fifteen. Acts fifteen. All right. Uh, are you already there? I'm already there. All right. Go ahead and read that for us. I'm just gonna read. Uh, well, actually, I'm gonna read the whole account, but it's just it's very helpful information. Okay. So beginning in verse one. But some men came down from Judea and were teaching their brothers, unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. And after Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and debate with them, Paul and Barnabas and some of the others were appointed to go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and the elders about this question. Some being sent on their way by the church, they passed through both Phoenicia and Samaria, describing in detail the conversion of the Gentiles and brought great joy to all the brothers. When they came to Jerusalem, they were welcomed by all the church and the apostles and the elders, and they declared all that God had done with them. But some believers who belonged to the party of the Pharisees rose up and said, It is necessary to circumcise them and and to order them to keep the law of Moses. The apostle and the elders were gathered together to consider this matter, and after they had been in much debate, Peter stood up and said to them, Brothers, you know that in the early days God made a choice among you that my mouth that by my mouth the Gentiles should hear the word of the gospel and believe, and God, who knows the heart, bore witness to them by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to us. 
And he had made no distinction between us and them, having cleansed their hearts by faith. Now therefore, why are you putting God to the test by placing a yoke on the neck of the disciples that neither our fathers nor we have been able to bear, but we believe that we will be saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, just as they will. True. Uh, and Peter or Paul there definitely bringing a lot out in that. Yeah, that was Peter. Or Peter. Yeah, that was Peter. Uh, bringing a lot out in that text. Um, and Referring to his initial conversion of source of Cornelius in Acts chapter 10. Yeah, true. He brings that in and talks about, you know, the gospel was first delivered to Gentiles by me. Yeah. You respect me, and you know it was first delivered there. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting how, uh, how strongly he feels about this now. Yeah. And then probably next session we'll see how that kind of flips. True, true. So. Uh, definitely. And, and something to really bring out there, uh, what they were teaching. Uh, except you be circumcised after the manner of Moses, you cannot be saved. Wow. <laughs> that, direct to the point. That's, uh, what, I mean, that's the direct version of the gospel that we've exactly, been talking about. Yeah, I mean, exactly. We mention that every week, but yeah, that's, just, that's yeah, it. That's it right there. Uh, you have to follow the law of Moses or you can't be saved. Wow. And verse 10 there, he says, look, you're putting a yoke on them. You're stopping them. That we couldn't bear. That we can't, yeah. But you want them to bear it? How, yeah. how do you expect them to bear it if we can't bear it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. We have this freedom, and um, but you want to hold it over them to not have that freedom. So True. goes back to that whole control thing the Pharisees like. It, it did, it does. That They wanted to be the ones that were... Holding on to everything, right, and and had got control over every aspect of it. And it's interesting that you know this is this is not some Pharisees from outside the church. This is believers. Yeah, this is ones inside the church. So that's you know, yeah. pretty. And, and it goes sense. back to what we t- talked about in Galatians chapter one that there were some that, uh, where is it? Came to spy out their freedom. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah, so, I was talking about. Oh, sorry. Uh, Galatians one, those that that came in. Right. Where is that? Let me find it. I thought that was chapter two. <laughs> I thought it was chapter. What is that? I can't find it right now. Uh, anyone would pervert the gospel, but there. Was oh, something. that's that's verse one. Yeah, verse six. Yeah, uh, and so very interesting, very interesting. Uh, so Galatians chapter two, verse seven, continuing that that this is kind of going along that same lines. Uh, Paul and Peter, or Peter, going to enter the picture. Paul's going to enter the picture, and there's going to be some contention between them. Uh, but first, some seeking of unity. But some seeking. It's a different, you know. It's later on oh, that we have that contention. So yeah. Uh, so verse seven, uh, Galatians chapter two, verse seven says, "But counterwise, when they saw that the gospel of the uncircumcision was committed unto me, as the gospel of the circumcision was unto Peter." For he that wrought it effectually into Peter to the apostle, uh, to the apostleship of the circumcision, the same was mighty in me toward the Gentiles. And when James, Cephas, and John, who seemed to be pillars, perceived the grace that was given to me, they gave to me and Barnabas the right hands of fellowship, that we should go unto the heathen, and they unto the circumcision. Uh, only they uh, would that we should remember the poor, the same which I also was forward to do. And so again, we again, like I said, we see some unity there. We see we see a problem. Yeah, a problem arise in the church. 
We don't see them let it fester. True. We don't see them um, talking about it behind each other's backs. Yeah. We don't see them backstabbing. We see them meeting and discussing. Exactly. Exactly. That's a good good point. Here's the, the, the apostles. The example that we look to. A problem arises. They sit down. They discuss the problem. They come up with a solution. And, and, and then they don't let that problem get in the way of spreading the gospel. If only we had... <laughs> More of that today. True. Definitely. And, and you think of today, how often is there a problem between a, a two, or th- two brothers and, and they, they don't sit down and solve that problem. It just grows and grows and grows until sooner or later, you know, we end up with maybe a church split or uh, something worse. An argument breaks out in the church building and, and that unity that was once there is just gone. And absolutely, and even on a larger scale, if there's a problem in the brotherhood, are we are yeah. we whispering about it in our own congregations, or are we are we uh, are we discussing that overall issue of doctrine true. amongst each other as congregations? True, true, definitely, and that's a, that's a good point to bring out because how often that happens, uh, we hear someone say, "Well, did you hear what this congregation did?" Are we going to them, or are we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, or are we just? Are we just talking about them behind their back? True. Are we ready to condemn before we're ready to listen? Yeah, true. And, and keep in mind, we, we need to keep in mind that we, we haven't really talked about that before, about con- congregations are, uh, we're, we're not like the, the, uh, say the, say the Catholic Church in right. where we have autonomous. elders, we're autonomous. Yeah, that's but that doesn't mean we shouldn't get together and discuss matters. That's true, we should still have fellowship. And we're still all the Lord's Church, so I mean, if there's an issue... From congregation to congregation, we as other congregations need to be ready to talk to them because yeah, I mean we're we're autonomous, but we're still members of the same body. same body. True, yeah. true, and we should still have that fellowship, right? One with another, that unity should still be there, right? Uh, and if there is a problem, uh, we need to go to them, right? Same 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 rule applies. True, true, definitely, definitely, and, and sometimes it doesn't work out that way, but. Sometimes they don't want to listen, but all you can do is you, try. You can try, definitely. Uh, and it, it's a great example for us. Uh, if we have a problem, sit down and discuss it. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Even if it's within a congregation. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think more locally, but uh, if a problem arises, don't let it fester. No, don't let it fester. Don't, don't let that grow. Don't let that contention uh, be there. It only causes problems. I don't care if it's exactly. just a simple offense. I mean, something that just oh, yeah. gets under your skin. If it's if it's bothering you, let them know. Nine definitely. times out of ten, they probably didn't mean it the way you thought they meant it. True, true, uh, definitely. Uh, it's very easy to offend someone when you say something wrong, or you. Uh, We've all been there. We've oh, all definitely. been on both sides of that. Oh, so, definitely. I mean, it's you know. Uh, I remember one guy. He he got upset at me because I did not shake his hand on a Sunday morning. But you didn't think anything about it. I didn't it. think about it. You know, I was, I was greeting everybody, and then I just passed by him, and he, he got upset about that. But in other circumstances, we might have been upset about that, too. And true, true. It, it, it'd be something that simple. Yep. You, you never think know. much. Yeah. Uh, definitely. And that brings out a good point for us. Uh, like we talked about last week, uh, Paul being uh, everything to somebody. Yeah. He, he was amongst all of them. Right. Uh, that's how we should strive to be. Right. Uh, strive for unity, Absolutely. not not contention. And discuss. Exactly. Communication is key. Definitely, in, in every aspect of our life, communication right. is key. And uh, uh, definitely. I love that. 
Peter here really makes a, a stand for the Gentiles. He does. He does. Him and then, you know he. We see that in the Book of Acts. We just read about this, you know those parallels here. Yeah. We see him really say, "Hey, we we have to include them. They are now our brothers." Yeah. I think that's that's a good thing. That's Peter and Paul agreeing right there. Yeah. I mean, considering the contrast we're about to get to. Oh, definitely. That's I definitely. mean, unity is key. It's very important to walk together and to agree in one mind. And I think that Peter and Paul are doing that here. Yeah, they they are, and, and that's a good point to bring out that they are agreeing in a sense, uh, about this issue. And, uh, and, and we, we've, we've stopped just short of where, where that, that agreeing is going to end. But right, well, a period of time passes, so that's appropriate. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, um, it's, it's interesting to note here how every part of the body has a, has a role. Yeah. Paul was going to the uncircumcised or the Gentiles or the heathen or whatever word you want to use. True. Those who weren't under the law of Moses previously. Mm-hmm. And Peter was going to those who had been under the law of Moses. Yeah. They all have their own part. None is more important or less important than the other, but they're all key. Definitely. And that, that's, uh, I kind of go back, when you bring up that everybody has their own part, I go back to the First Corinthians where Paul talks about the body of Christ. Uh, everybody in the body of Christ has... A purpose. Yep. Uh, even the parts that that uh, may not seem that great, there's a there's a purpose for it. Which I mean, it's not about being great in the church, right? It's about not. The least shall be first. Exactly. It's not. Yeah, we all can't we get be in that high. mindset, though, don't we? We, we? we do. We we tend to. Yeah, we want to be the one that's up front. We want to be the one that that everyone sees, and and that's not what it's about. I think of I think of a few men I've known in my life who weren't that, who were content to just serve. Yeah. And, you know, they didn't necessarily want to speak. They didn't necessarily, we have some here that don't want to do that at Pickwick. But yeah. those who necessarily want to speak or get out loud, but they were ready to serve at every opportunity oh, that they could. Definitely. And that makes a big difference. It's always the ones that are behind the scenes. Those quiet servants. Yeah. And uh-huh. I think of women in that aspect. Oh, definitely. Women who may not can take an active leadership role in the church, but they are they're still supporting us. I know Emily supports me. I know oh, Sandy definitely. supports you. Definitely. I know that beyond that, they also do a lot to keep the church running. Oh yeah. Oh uh, definitely. Other things. I mean. I mean. I absolutely. Mean, look at me. Look at Miss Jane. Oh yeah. Member we have here for those who don't know, but she. Every she Sunday. She keeps a lot of stuff running. Yeah. Every Sunday she has a communion ready. Every Sunday. I mean, this, yeah. she's in what? Eighties uh, probably. Eighties. Yeah. A, Every Sunday, she still does. She's still serving in her own in True. her way. She yeah. still, she does key stuff. Oh yeah, behind the scenes, man, they're almost more important than oh, yeah, we are up front. Yeah, we we really don't give them credit. You think of all the the ladies that clean the building, that make sure right. everything's prepared, right? That that make sure that uh, that things are taken care of. We have less of that here, but that. that teach teach the other ladies. Oh you yeah, know, teach, teach, teach ladies. ladies Bible classes. Uh, teach teach Sunday the children. School. Oh yeah. definitely. I mean, they're there's a lot of jobs. It's very, I mean, everyone's important in their own way. Exactly. exactly. Whether man, woman, or whatever, everybody's got their role that's key. Definitely. To keeping the church definitely active and moving. Yeah, and where would we be? Where would we be without them? Oh, I mean, I mean, those behind the scenes, we'd be, we'd be in trouble. We would. We would definitely. We'd be in big trouble. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we would. We don't realize it, and they may not get the credit that is, you know, that they always. You know, I don't know if they would like, but they probably don't want the credit. But they would, true, they deserve. But yeah, it's we do appreciate. Yeah, that, that <laughs> just, makes just, just a the... shout out to those behind the scenes everywhere in the church. Thank oh yeah, you. yeah, definitely. You're doing your. I know you may not be actively 
up there speaking every Sunday or whatever, which not all of us are, but you know, it's thank you. True. Def- definitely. Thank you for doing what you do do. Oh, yeah. And we should give them thanks. Yeah. But we should honor them for what they're doing. And right. it, even if it is something as small as mopping the floors, somebody has to do it. Yeah. And we're glad that we have people that are willing to stay, I will. Right. And, and take that role. And for I'll also give a shout out to all the men out there that, you know, don't want to speak in front of the congregation, but that are actively serving in other ways. Oh, definitely. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Definitely. You, you make the ones that are actively up in front and you know, the, the preachers, the song leaders, you're helping them. You make, you make our jobs smoother. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, and getting back to our text, here again, Peter and Paul saying, look, you go one way, I'll go the other way. There's two different groups. We send two different people. We can cover more ground. And cover those, send those who are more appropriate to teach each group. True, true, definitely. Because this was a God-ordained thing, right? Paul had ordained Peter, or God ordained Peter to the circumcised and Paul to the uncircumcised. Yeah. Simple as that. They both had a role to play. They both had a a different avenue that they could take. They they were were better at. Right. And that's where, where they went. And next time, Lord willing, we'll see where they kind of had some division in that. They did, definitely, but definitely. It's about getting to be that time. Aaron, do you have any final comments? Um, not right now. I'm looking forward to the next episode. It's going to be very interesting because we see unity here. Next time, we're going to see some contention. Which is so true of yeah, this life. It is, it but, is, uh, definitely. But we'll sign off now. Um, as we always say, remember God loves you, we love you. Until next time.